Shalom everybody, we're continuing with where we left off in this discourse from Rav Nosin, the Kutalachot section Evan Ezer, the laws of Ishut, the laws of marriage, Halacha Gimel, discourse number three. We're approximately four elevenths in this paragraph. Where we left off so far is Rav Nosin is putting down all the sciences and wisdoms and so-called intellectuals who pursue them exclusively with a separation or even denial of Hashem and the Torah and the Muna, But making such a noticeable separation, even if these people claim to be believers of God and the Torah, but actively involved in the medicine and the science and the study, whatever it is, there's no God being discussed. And it's like not even noticeable. Just to explain, for example, people who learn Gemara, people who go into Talmud, they can't picture every second Hashem. When you're learning now a whole discussion between Abaye and Rava about what's permissible on Shabbat and if it's this type of scenario, or now with Masechet Eruvin, people are learning the laws of the Eruv and the boundaries and everything, and you have to go to the mathematical technicalities and all types of points and everything. So it's understood there also that Hashem is not on your head all the time. He's in the subconscious, right? And you're involved in learning the Torah while you're learning it because God's behind the picture. Here, Rabbi Nachman is against people who get involved in the sciences and the medicines and all the worldly wisdoms. And even the backbone subconscious is not at all connected to God. Even the opposite, Chas Shalom, it leads them to have even more denial. Look, Kochi Ve'otzim Yadi. Look, I invest, I get to do, I make a discovery, I get to do, this I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, we've discovered this, we did that, all this is, becomes in their subconscious and there's no God even there. This is what Rav Nosen is pointing as being the danger of all the medicines discovered and the doctors and the remedies and sciences, things that seem to be letoelet for the good of mankind, but it's really not bringing people closer to Hashem. Rav Nosen now goes even stronger. Okay? And he brings a point. Watch. Vafilu im. Again, four elevenths into this paragraph 34. Vafilu im lifamim. Nitzmach mitzad echad ezet tova aride chokmatam. And even if sometimes there comes from one side, from one angle, from one perspective, some type of goodness through their discovery, through their wisdom. Sorry, it's trying to reconnect. Okay, one more time. Even if sometimes, from one angle, one perspective, there is some type of good that comes out of their wisdom, nevertheless, nonetheless, it has what's called side effects, negative side effects, side effects from another angle, another side. And he goes more than this. And even the good benefit, in the end, terms turns out to be. A major bad. You think, what's wrong? Take this medication. Good thing. People live longer. Yeah, people live longer, but the quality of their life longer is not so valued anymore because of the side effects of the medication they're taking. What is up? They're living longer if they're just a walking zombie. You know, live right, live healthy, avoid these things in the first place. Okay? Because even the good side, he says, is really big time bad. Why? Why does Ravnosin say that? How about all these discoveries? Rav gives us a rule. You have to remember this. Don't try to run away from this. This is the reality. 
Unbelievable. Rav Nosen says, in this world, that means when you're living in this world, for this world, there is nothing good at all. You hear that? Again, in this world, Ba'olam Azeh, Ein Shum Tova Klal. Ein Shum Tova Klal. There's nothing good at all. Okay? Now he goes into the science of music. Musicians. People who are artists and make music. Look what he says here of Nosim. And of what benefit is it to man when he creates a beautiful melody? He writes, composes a beautiful song with the wisdom of music. That he's been toiling and he dedicated, sacrificed, toiled his whole life for that sake of music, for the science of music, to compose music. And afterwards, in the end, through the music that he created and he instilled into people, it helps people to be drawn more into immorality, right? They put in, it's, the, it's okay, you get higher of the music, now people, what, what are people going to do with the music? They're going to play it on love songs and love and romances and movies. They're going to use that song as a background to get people aroused. A person also, when he hears the music, it subconsciously is used for him to get aroused for a sake, for immorality. It'll just, and also the person himself composing the music, his fame and honor and money will lead him also to immorality. What benefit is it that there's all this secular music? Goyish music, if you want to call it. If in the end it doesn't lead to something good, and in the end it kills a person physically and spiritually. Rav Nosen saying, as is can be seen clearly by people who get involved in composing music and musicians, etc. Theaters. The comedies, comedies, comedy shows, explaining that they go to concerts, all types of big concerts and like circuses, that's what the term uses, that they call theaters and comedy clubs, houses, and uh, similar items. And when performing their performances in front of the audience, the audience is mixed, male and female. You say, so what? What do you mean, so what? The man is not looking at the woman? What do you think? Yeah, well, he should want to control himself. How do you expect him to control himself when the music is aimed for, for physical sensation and physical uplifting f- feeling, and it just pushes a person more towards expressing his physical emotions and feelings, including lusts. How do you expect that to be refrained? It's not. Okay, in the concerts, in these theaters, these comedy clubs, etc., men and women are mixed together without any separation at all. And they hear songs sad songs, sads which are the, um, blues and songs that bring you in a, in a different mood afterwards they do their, whatever they do this is especially true in the typical club scenario where there's music accompanied with dancing and hot girls and nice drinks and everything and in the end we, we know what they do Rav Nosen says in his time already over 160 years ago when he wrote this and they cannot deny, deny it themselves that what they do afterwards 
quote unquote Hakdoshah VeHaTeorah Sheish Lehem Sham, because they themselves know their intent, their quote-unquote holy and pure intent that they have there at these clubs and these theaters, etc. And what they do afterwards with the woman, they go out, they take out a woman, they meet someone there, and what happens afterwards, we know. Woe to them, woe to their souls, because that's just going to make it harder for them. And in any event, if you say, yeah, but they're very moral people, and the type of music is very fine, and it's just for, for moral values, etc., it's the type of a concert, etc., he says, nevertheless, this is not the way of the Torah. Such people who get involved in this world, and they try to kosherize it, quote-unquote, they just are separating themselves from the pathway of life. You don't see big Torah scholars and tzaddikim going to these places. I'm sorry. You can try to justify it, okay? But I'm sorry, that's not the way. This is separating, these people separate themselves from the pathway of a holy Torah that is forbidden these type of incidents. How do we know the Torah is forbidden this? Like the verse says in Vayikra, chapter 18, verse 3. What does it say there? And keep this in mind. You can tr- justify as much as you want, but this is what's written in the Torah. It says there, and in the chukot of the goyim, which Rashi says on the spot, there are theaters and clubs and 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 and, uh, cl- and circuses, etc. That's what that's the word used there. Karkesaot. Don't follow their ways of the goyim. Rashi sham. See Rashi there on that verse. And these people, they waste their days and their choicest time of their life, their youthhood, in these universities and schools, the best time when they can invest it in Torah and mitzvot, the best time of their life is just wasted afterwards on such nonsense. Quoting the verse from Mishlei Proverbs chapter 14, 3. And in the end, it's just simcha, a joy, but it's filled a, a, a joy of sadness, God forbid. Rav Nosin is telling us, you, use your brain. Don't waste your life. Don't waste your life on vanity. You know, connect. Connect to the, the, the direct voice of God hidden behind the creation. You see this world? Get behind the scenes. Get to the voice behind the echo. Don't get trapped in the echo of this world. And again, a reminder, this is the idea of the ten types of song. This is the idea of the Tikkun to help a person to reconnect with